0: This is Betty Collins and we are Inspiring Women, presented by Bradyware. This is the podcast that advances women towards economic, social, and political achievement. I am here to inspire you to take steps to the next level in your career. Thanks for listening and investing your time in yourself. More about inspiring women in this episode can be found at Bradyware.com slash resources. So becoming the authentic leader that you envision, you know, and in, in, in making sure you can build that team, authentic leaders, being an authentic leader, the 10 steps of all of it is, it's everywhere. Books, coaches, seminars on the why, the what, the who, and the how. It's really kind of, in my mind, almost overkill. But the sad truth is with all of that help and with all of those things and with all of that can be thrown at you. We are desperately looking for leadership that is authentic in all aspects. I mean, from our society, from politics to corporate America to education systems within our homes, within professional organizations, authentic leadership is really tough to find. And part of it is because it's hard to be an authentic leader. You know, Authentic leadership works on the principle that leaders can prove their legitimacy you know, their credibility by nurturing sincere relationships with whoever they're leading. Notice I did not say, I am the leader, follow me. (laughs) It isn't about the title you finally got, get over it, do as I say. It really is nurturing sincere relationships. So how do you do that? And then the word authentic also is way overused everywhere. But, you know, an authentic leader encourages their followers to be more open, they appreciate their support in the success of the organization, so they're going to be um, really want to hear from them. And it, it doesn't just promote them as the leader, or an, it doesn't just promote individuals. It's a team performance. So when you want to be an authentic leader, it's pretty tough. It's a pretty pretty high standard. It takes a while to do. You're not going to do that because you got your MBA or something, or just getting out of college. Or even if you have years of experience, this is something you have to be pretty intentional about. But if you and if you are a true, authentic leader, you'll probably have certain characteristics. You probably can't have all ten that I've come up with, but you you got to have some of these, or you got to be working on them. Um, you know, who is the person in your life, at your company, in your career, in your past, maybe in your local government, um, in a professional organization? When you're thinking authentic leader, who comes to your mind immediately? And then I have to ask this, do you think you are an authentic leader? But probably the real question is, is do others see you as that? So I want to talk about, you know, how do we get there and what does it mean to be an authentic leader? And these are just some, some basic ideas that I kind of came across and read about and, and looked and I, and I think I narrowed it down to 10 because I don't know how you could do it all 10 of these, but you, but let me go through them. So self-awareness. You know, an authentic leader reflects upon their actions and some of the decisions, and they examine all along their career, they're examining how they're doing those things so that they can try to not be biased and, and again, being open. Uh, You lead with your heart. You focus on long-term results, integrity. uh, That could be an entire podcast. you got to lead with vision. you got to listen and carefully speak. Uh, of course, transparency and consistency. And those are some things that I think have to be there for you to to get the title authentic leader. So let's start with the first one self-awareness. you know you're reflecting on your actions, your decisions. you know you're examining your own strengths and weaknesses um, and and then you put a lot of effort to overcome the fears around, you know, the people who fear maybe those things that are not going well, and you use your strengths to maximize. But self-awareness is not obsession with every aspect of your life, so it's all perfect. And it is not constantly analyzing yourself and then asking everyone's opinion about it. (laughs) Again, it's really reflection examination. I don't even know that you have to do it every day, but authentic leaders don't really hide behind their flaws. They talk about them and they acknowledge them. And a lot of times they get people around them that can maybe fill in where they are not that way. Being an authentic leader is hard work and it takes years of experience and you're going to fail, but everyone behaves inauthentically. Is that a word at times? And they say things and do things they regret. So the key is to have self-awareness, to recognize those times where you listen and you listen to your colleagues, and your the world, or wherever you're leading as this authentic leader, and who who can point them out to you, and you can go, okay, I, I get that. You know, if you're going to be authentic leader, you got to lead with your heart. Probably not afraid to dig deep. Those people that can go, let's let's just get to the core of it, right? They lead their team with courage. You know, there's a lot of empathy. You know, because if you're going to really lead from the heart and listen, you it, it takes empathy you know, I'm not always an empathetic person. It's, it's a heart, it's a skill that I really have to work on. Right. Um, being all heart also doesn't mean you just lead with your emotions or you feel good. And so therefore that must be coming from the heart or you feel bad. And (laughs) that's really coming from the core. Right. Uh, two situations. One, I had someone, we, we always had kind of a flex time in one of the companies that I worked with and, uh, one of those things was you. as long as you got your eight-hour day in, you were good. And this was well before everybody now has flex time or works in and out of your house. And so we had somebody who really loved flex time because they wanted to eat breakfast with their kids every morning and take them to school. The problem with his authentic leadership, though, was when it came 5 o'clock and he still had two more hours, he didn't hesitate to go into someone's office at 3, 4, or 5 and sit there and talk and even follow them to their car so he really wasn't authentic, liked it for himself, didn't let others do it. Um, I, and I will say I, I, you know, of course I'm either very egotistical or very insecure, but I will say this with, with as much humbleness as I can, but the success um, of the women's initiative at Brady Wear, my CEO directly said this to me from the beginning. He said, you are a leader for this because you wear the emotions on your sleeve. Your passion is there for everybody to see, and it comes out at the very core, and that's why the BradyWare Init- Women's Initiative is successful. And, and, and for me to have a legacy and to pass this on to someone, I've got to find someone with that same thing. You lead with the heart. And, and, and so we've had some success with that. It was a very nice compliment for sure. And I've tried to use that in other areas if I if I have that much passion. And when I don't have that kind of where I can lead from the heart, I kind of question, should I be doing this? You've got to focus on long-term results when you are an authentic leader. So you don't waste a whole lot of time worrying about maybe temporary setbacks or things that just didn't go well. You cannot always have a stellar month. You cannot always have a stellar year. Um, You got to look long-term like, you know, this is the right thing. It it takes patience and it takes hard work, but you can, you know, you can yield some rich results in the long run. So looking forward by learning from the past generally results in good. But again, everything can't be stellar and huge all the time. So here's kind of a, uh, I I hope you get the correlation. I'm going to try to describe this, but I ran in a 5k only one time. (laughs) It was time to get my health in order, and the book I was reading at the time said, find the exercise you like in your exercise. So I said, okay, I'm going to run. You know, I'm going to be a runner. Um, you know, <laughs> I prepped for the 5K somewhat, and I loved more buying the shoes and the matching gear and being part of the big day more. That was like it was a community thing. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, the race was kind of tough. But I kept my focus because I did know, you know, when I was tired, it's like everyone else is doing this. We can get there. There is a finish line. So, you know, I met the goal. Um, I was part of the community. It's all really good. Um, I finished about mid-pack, which I didn't think was bad because I was in my 50s. And I wasn't in first place. It wasn't like this big result. But this was all part of my health plan. So instead of going, well, that didn't work, (laughs) I just moved on. Something that maybe did work. And it led me to the next part of my physical health, which was really just getting a trainer. And in that I lost over four or five months' time about 19 pounds, 13 inches. And now those habits are really in place. And I wasn't about what I was going to look like when I worked out at the gym with her or whatever it was. So I took that and learned from my past, didn't get buried down in that one more thing didn't work about weight. Um, Instead, I said, I'm going to look at this long term. So I prep now. I focus. I'm more patient. If I would have just said no more, fo- no more 5Ks, I'm done. I wouldn't have the amazing results I have right now. I-, I didn't waste time focusing on what I didn't accomplish in that race. You know, instead I found another way to move forward, and applied that to, to somewhat to how I lead in business. It's okay that something didn't work. If it doesn't, don't keep doing it over. Like I wasn't going to keep running races that I wasn't prepared for, but I am going to day by day deal with how I. I, my health. So focus on the long-term results. Integrity, just not there today. I had a great book back in the day from pro, uh, about President Ronald Reagan when character was king, and it was all about integrity. I would still vote for him today. That would be who I'd write in on the ballot, but he was authentic to me. He wasn't perfect, but integrity manner, mattered to him of course, I'm a, I'm a pretty conservative person, so, of course, I'm going to be drawn to him. But integrity was key. He just didn't say things to say them. What he, well, generally, what he said he meant. Um, I kind of look that way with Barack Obama as well. President Obama was a progressive left. He said that. He also said, this is what I believe and this is what I'm going to do. And there wasn't any... Um, uh, what's the word I want? There, there wasn't any delusion about it. So they both had different ways about their character integrity because they were doing what they believed and what they said they, they meant, they meant. Um, so th- they were respected, yet two very, very different men. And chances are two people can say the same thing. The one who's listened to probably has integrity and probably has some credibility. Um, especially with the world we have today, if you really step back and go, I want to understand more about integrity. I got to figure that out. And character, that that matters in my character. You will be a leader far, far past a lot of people. You have to lead with vision. Uh, Authentic leaders lead with purpose and vision. Chances are they're going to add value to the people that they interact with, the team. And they're going to help people also be part of the vision. They aren't they are not just the vision. So that's why I say that's all five. And I'm, I'm exhausted thinking about all the things I have to do to be the leader. We got five more and we'll finish up. but listening skills and carefully speaking. what a mess we are in today with the ability to not listen and the ability to say whatever we think and we call that freedom. Well, I look at it as a le- a good leader. And as we are making decisions right now about a next president, a good authentic leader is a good listener. Even when they don't like your views or you don't like theirs, there's listening involved. Authentic leaders also monitor their words. <laughs> they're very careful to how they say things to the audience. Not because of political correctness, which has gone beyond. They do because maybe they're sensitive to the person who's going to hear those, the, the impact, the actions, they're not just messaging the right talking points. People can read right through that. So too much of today, and not, and not just in politics, but our culture in general is we don't listen and we we, we speak way too quickly. So you want to be a better leader? People will, people will gravitate to you if you have listening skills and carefully speak. And it's definitely part of being that authentic leader. Transparency. Auth- authentic leaders obviously believe in open communication and combine their directness with empathy. I hope you heard that. They combine their directness with empathy. So transparency doesn't mean, well, I told you and I spilled my guts and now everyone knows everything. That's okay. That might be transparency. It's also, might be maybe a little stupidity. What you see is what you get. That can be dangerous. Well, this is just who I am. Those things are not transparency. We had somebody who years ago, they were my client, and always talked about his faith, always talked about transparency and open and honesty, and, and yet everyone knew he was having an affair with the administrative assistant. Um, everyone knew it. He didn't know. Everyone knew it, right? So his transparency, no matter what, wasn't there. It just wasn't there. And, and we, we really need it today. So, you know, transparency is about open communication, being direct with some empathy and not just saying what you think needs to be said. People see who you are most of the time, or they, they at least have some idea. Consistency, consistent people in your life. I want you to be thinking, who is that? And why do you go to that person on your team? Because they're consistent and you can count on them. Well, they need the same thing from you as a leader. They're not probably going to be allured into things and allow things that just don't. They're not with the plan. They're not with the steps. They're not with what needs to happen. Consistency is a huge, important thing. Sometimes you need to divert. Sometimes you need to take another fork in the road. I get that. But generally in business and when you're leading and you want a a team to follow, you can't live in too much. Let's just shoot from the hip and go over here. You got to stay with some things. And consistency is part of that probably the hardest things for leaders, especially authentic, but this is when you could really just say, I'm going to, I'm going to make an effort on this is sharing your success with your team. Everybody wants to take the credit for it. And really when you build the team around you and give credit and you do it as a team, you'll have so much, so much more different results. Drawing on experience, you know, I'm 56 and I have a lot to say, and I probably have a lot of good stories to tell you. It doesn't mean because I tell them and I and I learned the hard way makes me authentic, but stellar leadership will absolutely share their their experiences and and really have compassion that you don't experience that, or they might have compassion for you to experience it because you need to. Red Riker is a is a common name in Columbus, and of course they have Riker Ford, which is a many years has been number one in the country. It's a huge huge organization. And he's a great speaker, and he does his great uh, a great presentation on his thirteen mistakes. You know, he takes that experience and he throws it out there and says, "This is what I did." One of the ones I loved was he, he talked about don't teach your employees to steal. I'm like, wow. And he said, because you know, if you were a Riker, you could fill up your gas tank and get your tires changed, and no one ever paid for any of that, and, and you just ate lunch on the all the different things you do as an owner. And then when your employees start doing that, you're kind of mad because you're like, What are, what are you doing? Well, you guys do it. You're employees here. Okay, you're owners. But so he just talked very, very openly about these are the things I, I didn't do well and I and I don't want you to do that. But he's very authentic about it. He doesn't talk about he was perfect the whole way, and that's why they're number one. Authentic leadership. I'll end with this. Your team deserves it. You know, it's nest impossible to do all ten of these. But I would certainly look at the ones where you're struggling in and make an effort to put some some change there, to 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 get your mindset differently, and to really get some open, honest communication about it because your team deserves it. They need you to strive towards becoming the authentic leader. And then one day you'll probably create authentic leaders around you. I'm Betty Collins. Thank you for listening today. As your career advancements continue... Your financial opportunities will continue to grow. Be prepared. Visit BradyWear.com slash resources to download a copy of the financial checklist for every stage of your life. Everything about the Inspiring Women's podcast, this episode, and BradyWear and Company Accounting Services can be found in the podcast show notes. employees start doing that, you're kind of mad because you're like, what are, what are you doing? Well, you guys do it. Your employees here. Okay. Your owners. But so he just talked very, very openly about these are the things I, I didn't do well. And I, and I don't want you to do that, but he's very authentic about it. He doesn't talk about, he was perfect the whole way. And that's why they're number one, authentic leadership. I'll end with this. Your team deserves it. You know, it's nest impossible to do all 10 of these. But I would certainly look at the ones where you're struggling in and make an effort to put some, some change there, to, to, to get your mindset differently, and to really get some open, honest communication about it because your team deserves it. They need you to strive towards becoming the authentic leader. And then one day you'll probably create authentic leaders around you. I'm Betty Collins. Thank you for listening today.